Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Sword Story Bingo, episode 12 with Nate Chacon III. And I am so glad you're back. Uh, this week's episode is with Santos Aguar. I've known him, we've known each other, excuse me, for quite some time. And it was awesome to be able to sit down and actually have a chat and go through a lot of our own history and a lot of what he's trying to do, what he is doing now, which is um, he has the first taco deal uh, with the taqueria out here in Salt Lake City. We talked about that, um, his marketing and why it's so important to, to be able to post like on a daily basis and sometimes a groove that you can, you know, find yourself getting out of with that. Uh, we talked about his place in, in Salt Lake City uh, once as a hip hop um, uh, artist and now what he's you know, moving his genre of choice to, it's been, it was incredible. I'll try to keep this as short as possible. So we talked about so much. Um, with that said, head over to utahrapper.com, use code we miss you uh, for free shipping. And yeah, without further ado, short story bingo, episode 12. I appreciate you guys so much and would love to hear and see your, um, you know, your comments, go and rate, subscribe, all that shit. I appreciate it a lot. Um, Episode 12 with Santos Aguar. See you guys at the end. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're sad. Most of the time they're funny because I hate to be sad. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. But don't take my word for it. Spare fingers. Yes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Short story bingo, episode 12 of Our Stories. My name is Nate Chacon III. If this is your first time, welcome. If it's not, then the retention program is working. What I do on this podcast in this series is I talk to friends or folks that I don't know, and uh, hopefully by the end, uh, we know each other a little bit more. And um, if they're not my friend, then fucking we're friends by the end. <laughs> um, having said that, uh, I want to say thank you to all the new supporters, new subscribers on the YouTube and um, folks that have been following on Podbean, uh, up to 1,400 followers on Podbean, which is wild to me. Um, and would love to see that translate into uh, some more ratings and reviews on um, Apple Podcasts. That's where I'm seeing the most traffic fucking on Apple podcast. So, uh, if you can leave a five star review or a one star review in either fashion, let me know what the fuck's going on and how, what you feel about the podcast. I certainly appreciate it. With that said, um, I have, uh, a, a friend here with me. Very, uh, very long time. We've been friends. Um, and I'm excited to talk with them because we haven't really had like an in-depth talk before. So episode 12, our story, short story, bingo, my friend, Santos Guzman. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? It's to Santo Santos Hawar. Santos Hawar, excuse me. Yes, yeah, the yeah. rebrand. Oh, okay, that's the Yeah, rebrand. I'm the P. Diddy of uh, Salt Lake City. I changed my name like uh, five times. No, nah, okay, like three say, times, you, two times. You have changed your name a lot. Yeah, yeah, like so three, four I. times. Dude, that's a great way to actually fucking start because I told you the other day <laughs> when we were going to fucking record... Um, that I still have you in my phone as Speedy G. That's was that your first name? 
Yeah, or like that, second name. No, that was technically my first public rapper name. I had one rapper name before that, but no one really knew that one because I was like when I was uh when I was like way younger. Yeah. And I didn't put myself out there. But yeah, Speedy G was technically my first like public no name. Okay. All right. Speedy G was your first public no name. Correct. All right. We're going to come back to that really quick. I want to say um, sh- head over to utahrapper.com where you can check out some of my merch. Um, just use code we miss you for free shipping. I'm going to be having more uh, her- sh- excuse me, uh, shirts, hats, hoodies, um, ladies tees, uh, baby clothes because I have my baby coming soon. And I am excited about how that's going. So again, utahrapper.com, uh, use code we miss you for free shipping. Um, okay, so when I first met you, this is kind of what the the not kind of this is the theme of the podcast for me is to start with when I first met you and, and you and I have a pretty good memory of when we first met. What, well, what I, I mean, the, my first memory of you um, is at that Boys and Girls Club show. Oh yeah, that was technically the first time. Was it? Because if you remember something, if you remember something else, no, it had to be. It had to be. Now I I I heard of you before then. Yeah, same here. Okay. Because of uh, Jeremy Johnson or Jeremy. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He used to work at the Boys and Girls Club, and he was the music guy. He was the music staff, so he basically ran the music studio there. So he started around the time I started going to the Boys and Girls Club, and. Uh, yeah, man, he put me on early, like from the jump to Mr. Benny. Okay. Like he was like Mr. Benny, Mr. Benny, Mr. Benny, and I kept thinking it was like one person. Like I thought Mr. Benny was somebody, but then he's like, Nah, nah, it's a crew, it's a, it's a label, or whatever. And so he, you know, it was, uh, and then he had mentioned you, Synchronize back then. Yep. So you know, um, I'm not the only one rebrand. No, I'm just kidding. No, no you're <laughs> right, dog. No, that's good though. I think it's part of the evolution. You need that. I yeah. feel like. And then uh, Jurassic Tactics. Yep. Rebel uh, concept. Rebel concept. Yeah. And then and then Germs. And then I remember seeing some of the artwork and some of the CDs and the logo. And then yeah. But so he was pumping it. He was um, repping it at the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, heavy to his students. Heavy up to the students. Yeah, or to like the folks that were coming. Okay. Yeah, the the students, the yeah. kids that went to the Boys and Girls Club. So it was uh, middle school kids from <laughs> from like seventh grade all the way up to high school. Wow. Yeah, he was repping it heavy. Yep. Okay, so that's just, so that's the first time you remember. I um, hearing about you. You hearing about me? Excuse me. Yeah, the first time I remember hearing about you was that Midvale show, and I'm trying to remember back to the flyer because I'm sure that's when I like saw your name. But I like bef- that's the most impactful time that I was like cool, like that I remember actually like uh, having any sort of conversation with you. Having said that, I did. I know that there's something else before that because when I did talk to you, I was like, "Oh, dog, I've seen you. I've seen what I've seen, like some posts or whatever, you know, like yeah, MySpace on MySpace, yeah, yeah." Um, and so I was like, I'm f- "It's finally good to meet you." And um, and then from there, I mean, obviously we've had separate paths or whatever. Yeah. But um, what do you got to say? I feel like you're <laughs> gonna say something. I just remember back then you had them long ass sideburns, bro. Did I? I think you had some long ass. Sideburns. They weren't even. It wasn't what you have going on right now. It was like, just like your sideburn went to like right here, camera right here. <laughs> I some, yeah, and some bushy ass eyebrows. I think. Damn dog. Yeah. So shout out to whoever's taking care of you now. <laughs> <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> care. Shout out to whoever's fucking. 
Dude, if I'm I not did mistaken, have... and a unibrow maybe or something. Nah, hell no. I didn't have a fucking <laughs> unibrow day. I might have had a unibrow day. And you were probably like, what, in your early 20s then? Yeah. I was like 14, 15, Yeah, I was in my early 20s. 2009. Yeah, I was 24. 2008, 2009. Okay. Yeah. And, bro, I remember too. I don't know if it, who, I don't know if it was, because I never met. Well, was Rebel Concept and Jurassic Tactics there that day at the Midville show? I believe so. I just remember there was this one guy, and I'll never forget it. I think he might have been with Mescal. Do you remember who Mescal used to run with? He was like this Mexican Ortega? cat. No, it wasn't Ortega. It was this other Mexican cat. Or it might have been Jurassic, man. I can't remember who it was, uh-huh. bro, but I just remember they were like, they roasted me pretty bad. They were roasting you? Yeah, and I didn't even know, dude. Like, he was like, oh, uh. And, like, I'm, like, 14, 15, yeah. right? I just want to get Fragile. to Fragile. Yeah, fragile. I don't understand the world. And I remember he <laughs> he told me, he's like, oh, oh, yeah, man. Why do you go by Speedy G? Like, is it because you're on, like, speed or something? Oh, was it Birdo Blunts? Was it? I think and it might have been. And he looked like he was, like, drunk or high or something. It might have been Birdo. Yeah, I don't know. Big old, uh, he had the big old, like, uh, bro, I've never seen this man ever since that day. But yeah. he was, like, the rudest guy I ever met, bro. <laughs> And, like, I was super, super, I mean, I've always been thinner. Yeah. I've always been skinnier, but, like, back then I was, like, way Well, not skinnier. now, right? No, I've been going to the gym. No, right now, and right? Now I'm, huh? Yeah, right now you're not skinny. No, right? no, no. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm still thinner, but, yeah, I've been getting them gains for sure. No, I don't, I'm not seeing the gains. Bro. Oh, dude, it's because my shirt, my jacket's it's on. It's just because my fucking shirt, eh? Come on, bro, I'll take my shirt off right now. Uh, <laughs> bro, I'll show you my back. Um, nah, dude. But for but, real, he roasted you. Dude, it, but it wasn't like it wasn't like a playful roast. It was like he was insulting me. He was God like, damn. Yeah, dude. Cause he saw that I was like skinny and then like I don't know if I just didn't get sleep back then, but I had like big like big old uh what's the word? Like I like my eyelids were just like Like um what's was the it word? bags under your eyes? Yeah, bags under my eyes, you know, so I'm super skinny and he's like, Oh, you're you're on speed or something? And like back then I had no idea what he was talking about. I'm like, what? What's speed? I knew he was insulting me. What speed? I don't know what speed is. You still don't know what speed is to this day? No, I don't know what a person on speed looks like. Okay. I don't know. What is speed? Speed is like meth. Okay, so maybe that's what he was Another thing, to say. there's other th- people call speed, but yes. Yeah, yeah, he looked like a very speed is, angry yeah. man. He looked very angry. He, I think he was homies with Mescal. Okay. I don't know if he was, I don't so that's a big memory from that day for you. That's the only memory. I mean, <laughs> oh my god. Besides, besides, like I remember too. I met um, anyone and Chino yeah. for real. And I remember Chino was buzzing at that time, so I was super like, oh shit, yo, it's Chino. And uh, what, um, what's it called? Uh, what she went by? Um, honey? No, Honey wasn't there. Um, dang it, Nevea. Not Nevea. Um, she's a Mexican girl. Um, um, she's gone to my cumbia parties recently. I forget her name, Missy. She went by Missy. Oh, Miss Mindy. Miss Mindy. Miss Mindy was there. Sonia. Don't remember Sonia. Um, um, she was like an R and B singer. Okay. She her older sister's like a painter. I don't recall. Yeah. No. So, anyways, there was some cool like acts there that I followed. Poetic C was there. Yep. Lamont was there. Lamont funny, was there. Funny enough, I didn't really talk to him back then. Me and him now are good friends. Back then, I thought he was kind of a jerk. Really? Yeah, dude. It's just I'm a 15 year old kid, and like, I'm, I'm in my I'm in my ego, you know. And I'm like, that guy's a jerk. That guy's nice. That guy's cocky. That guy thinks he's the shit. You know what I mean? Like, 
you're a 15 year old kid because most of the crowd that was there that day were midville kids bro yeah it was like kids and like it was all these like young 20 year olds like trying to act like they're the grand shit but i mean that's always shows you know Mm -hmm. that's always how it is like the new generation today like same concept right like but now you i mean you have a song uh, with lamont you got the cypher right mm -hmm. yeah that'll be coming out soon hopefully in march it keeps switching okay so but the goal is mid-march is what lamont said we're gonna be doing a video and uh, yeah, yeah, the video, and then the song is gonna be on all streaming platforms. Hell yeah! And Lamont basically approached me. Uh, you know Gino from Ogden? Um, I don't. Uh, no, I don't. So Gino Maybe used I to do, be a part of the Eight Hundred One Intentions. Okay, he's, he's brothers with the Eight Hundred One Intentions. Well, they're they don't longer exist, but anyways, Gino from Ogden, he made the beat. It's like a mariachi hip hop kind of beat. And Lamont was like, "Yo, like, do something with this," and I was like. All right. And so, like, for the longest time, I've always been a huge fan of, like, ciphers. Yeah. Even though, like, I wouldn't consider myself, like, a rapper rapper. You're a pop star. I'm a pop star. You know what I'm saying? Let that be known. Let uh, that be fucking known. Dad. Yeah, man. I'm tired of freaking. He is tired of the bullshit. Yeah, bro. Don't. That's put... what he said off camera. He is yeah, tired. Yeah. Like, stop putting me in that category. Yeah, because he's not a rapper. I'll I'm tell not you a that rapper, right yeah. fucking now, dog. Yeah, exactly. So that not way not I don't have to <laughs> I don't have to prove myself to nobody. But, <laughs> but, but for real, though. But yeah, so ciphers have always been. Yeah. Yeah. I was in the Salt Lake City cipher from, I think it was 2010 or 2011. Uh rated filmed it back then and if you look on youtube solly city cypher it is the number one cypher with the most views and that was back in 2010 2011 so we weren't buying views those are all organic and uh there's probably literally everybody that was in that cypher no longer makes music yeah i'm the only one i mean that makes sense and i was the last one on the cypher and the beat was from like the BT Cipher at that time, the mm-hmm. 2011 one, and it was like a black and white video. We were basically just taking the same concept. But if you go on YouTube right now, Salt Lake City Cipher, yeah, check that shit. It's out. literally the top one. Okay. And then you have like the rest of them after that. So I always like that concept because it lets everybody shine. So I basically took the initiative, the leadership, yeah, to reach out to a combination. They're all Latino artists. Hell yeah. You know, rappers for the most part. And um, I kind of mixed it up a little bit. Like, I kind of told myself, everybody that's in this category, I think there might be only one cat on there that doesn't have a music video. But I basically was like, I'm going to reach out to people that are putting in the work and that aren't. um, Because I know you were in a cypher and I've been waiting for that to drop out or to drop. And my goal, my goal was to basically include people that weren't a part of that one already. What, what, uh, the one with Looney? Oh, excuse me. God damn. Yes, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, what's up with that one? What do you mean? Like, have you heard any updates or? Um, I mean, w- like updates about what? Like when it's gonna drop? Oh, I no, I don't know yet. No, I, I just have I've oh, I've only heard it. Like in the, the it final? sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, the funny thing was is uh before that happened, I was supposed to be on that one and I didn't make the cut. So, I mean, we that idea of a cypher was already kind of buzzing around because mm-hmm. I had approached Looney. I was like, yo, man, we should do a cypher. Like, I've been wanting to do cypher for the longest time. So, anyways, took the initiative, made this other one with other artists that I feel like have been active, that I personally, for the most part, have a relationship with. And I included some, like, 
real new cats that are like in their own lane where they kind of have like a pop punk sound, but they're like Latino descent mm. from West Valley. And then like I took like some more known names and then like a cat from Ogden and like everyone there is like like the new generation or whatever. There's a few like younger artists in there. And so, yeah, but I mean, well, dude, who's all on it? I mean, you want to f- know? Oh, OK. I mean, yeah, you might. OK, I'll just throw the names out. I don't know if you know all the it names. It doesn't matter. They want to fucking hear it. All right. So shout out to. OK, so the West Valley Cats. That really inspired this idea, bro, because they're out here grinding too. The ones I told you had the pop punk sound is uh, they're brothers actually. Uh, it's um, Ruby Jones and uh, Spruce Loretto, and they actually have a YouTube channel called Sin Corazon. I came out, or I uh, I like came across their page randomly. I forgot how they just popped up on my YouTube somehow, and I was like, whoa, what the hell? Like they had a lot of views, and you could tell they're organic. And it's and they're dropping literally a music video once a week. Wow! I think they kind of slowed down now a little bit, but they were literally dropping like a video a week for like the last two years. So when you go on their channel, they literally have like two hundred music videos or probably more. I don't know. That's but incredible. I know, and like a lot of the videos, and I respect them because a lot of them are not crazy music videos. They're literally one shot videos at like a gas station outside their house. But like they have like one or two videos or maybe three that have like 40,000 views. And I do, I do believe it's because of that consistency, Mm -hmm. right? Not all their videos have hit that. They have some videos that have like a thousand, 2000, 3000. But yeah, man, when I saw that, I was like, Holy shit, dude. I was like, I became a fan, man. I was like, Whoa, do you like their music then? I like their okay, music. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. And okay. And it's very like hybrid. Like it's like rap, gangster, but it's also like pop punk. Like very punk. Okay. Very punk. And so they were the first ones that I was like, got to get them on. And then I got uh, Wally from UA the Duo. And then I got um, Glocko. Um, then I got um, Stunna. I don't know if you've met Stunna. He's done a few of uh, the Slap Lake cities. He spells his name with like a V at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's tatted and stuff. Yep. Um, I haven't met him, but I've se- I've seen him. Seen him online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then... Uh, Maybe I have, but anyway. Continue. Yeah, and then Cuenca from Lake Town Entertainment. Hell um, yeah. They were yeah. just... Uh, I just saw them both... Uh, Last weekend? Yeah, um, for the competition for No Love Lost. Oh, yeah, they to were To open up for terminology. At, uh, no, or... Uh, at Wavy's. Okay. Anyway, I saw them. Yeah, so yeah. Cuenca. Hell yeah, I love that. Yeah, and Cuenca's from, his family's from the same place that my family's from in Jalisco, Mexico. So we always call each other primo and stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. We might be cousins from a dis- from a distance, who knows. But yeah, I think, I think that's everybody. There's like, oh, and uh, the last one is Little Chapo from Ogden. Okay. GMB Little Chapo. And he also, I found him also through Spruce. And uh, Ruby Jones. Okay. Like they're they've one of their most viral videos has the three of them and like some two other cats too. And What's the video? Is uh, it like is there like uh, they're wearing all red and like it's called uh, pick their body up from the floor. Or okay, never pick mind. their bodies no. up. So I have to send it to you, bro. Like it's it's crazy, man. I'm like holy shit, dude. This is sick. Like, yeah. Like I don't really listen to that a lot. But when I found them, I was literally obsessed. I've told them. I was like, bro, I literally have seen all your videos. Because that's great. Like, when you like somebody, an artist, 
and they have the category, it's like you'll, you're mm. glued there. You're there. You're mm -hmm. stuck there. And I'm telling you, a lot of their videos are not high production, but I love the fact that they have a video for every song. And it's a lot. It's a lot. So you'll be there That's for a great. couple of days. Yeah. So, and then, so basically the way it came together is Lamont is p playing the executive producer role. Who you didn't like when you were 15. I wouldn't say I didn't like him. I just thought he came off kind of mean. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Continue, he, though. He just looked serious. Yeah. He was very, like, oh, serious. And you were an insecure 15-year-old. Yeah, dude. And you didn't know how to take that. No, I didn't. So, Lamont put it all together. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you did. I technically did. I'm technically executive producer, too. Exactly. Okay, okay. So, I, Lamont may, makes fun of me because I'm like, Lamont, you're the sponsor. And he's like, oh, a sponsor? You make me sound like I'm a... Like a religious thing or something. I was just like, yeah, you did. He's the one funding the video. He's funding the mixing and mastering. He bought the beat from Gino. And so he, he's going to have a little intro in the song too. So we're planning to film the video here soon in March. Drop it in mid-March. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting. Okay. exciting. So that's how that came together. Yeah, man. Yeah. So That is exciting. So and I hope it inspires more people to be on it. Because Lamont tried to reach out to... The older cats, the older generation, like the hog bosses, or I don't know who specifically because he didn't want to tell me. Yeah. But no one responded. No one got on the ball, you know, and he's like, yeah. Well, there's a lot of cats that aren't fucking working right now. Facts. So. That's not a bad thing. Just find the folks that are working. Exactly. So, but I'm excited. Bro, I want to I want to hear the one you guys drop, bro. Yeah. Like, what the freak, dude? Yeah, you should fucking hear it. But I mean, like, I mean, like, it should be out already. Yeah, it should be out already. We did. Uh, that was a fun time. Um, that was a really fun time. The, the, I haven't um, been in that type of environment in quite a while, so that was definitely engaging, and also like just being in that creative space with uh, a bunch Everybody. of different creatives. Just different creatives. I mean, the, all those guys. Obviously, I know pretty not uh, not all. I didn't know Cassius. Like, yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, just being in a creative space with all of them at the same time, it's like it felt uh, very like 10 year old uh, boys hanging out and shit, like just like playing with our stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, pause. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so I definitely, uh, what I want to touch on it at the beginning of what you said, because you, you showed a light of passion and in this little statement, you said they're all Latin rappers mm -hmm. and you're, and you said it like with exuberance. And mm -hmm. so I want to, um, expound that. And why do you think that that's important? Not just, well, maybe we can start here in Salt Lake and I'll, I'll tell you my piece about that because I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Mm -hmm. Um, why is it important for Latin rappers and art to, I don't know, unify potentially i guess maybe that's maybe that's what i would say or for us to um uh come together a little bit more uh again pause but fucking you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah no because i mean you know man like when i first started at 15 years old like one there wasn't a lot of latino or mexican artists to begin with you yeah. know i think back then you were probably the only other one and like there was only a very few handful back then yeah hog boss you i don't know anyone else or uh, that was like i mean there was some uh, 801 intentions 801 intentions in ogden there wasn't a lot point yeah, yeah, being, yeah yeah point being you know back then it was a lot of like the backpack rappers which were mostly white and then you had like you know then you would have the more diversity on like the gangster side you know it was like back then it was like 
backpack rappers, mostly white dudes, and then you had like the gangsters. You know what I mean? And it was like, you know, I had that I had that time period when I first started off where I was kind of leaning towards this side, but then I was like, ah, but I ain't really about that life. Like, that's why I changed my name, you know? Like, mm. I say that out loud because it's like I have little cousins to this day, you know, that are entering 13, 14, and they're getting curious about that stuff. And it's funny because I, you know, I do read, even though I was struggling earlier reading the book. He, to he did struggle fucking hard, too. Um, it's because you made me nervous. But it uh, is, no, and it is. Be, and I I'm going to fucking post it. I'm telling you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, but point being is that read I, better, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you know, I, I, I've been reading, uh, what book was it? Um, <clears throat> how to influence others or how to influence, how to, who's the author? Fuck, dude, I can't remember right now, but point I being is that. he talks about how the human nature we strive for. Um, one of the biggest things that all humans look for is like, uh, like I mean, when someone tells you, Oh, you're doing a good job. What is that? Called? Validation. Validation. We're all seeking some sort of validation. So, that's why that plays out in society, you know, at a young age. Like, if you're not getting validation at home, usually kids turn to gangs and to the streets, right? And so, yeah, man, it's Validation crazy. can also be um, perce- perceived as love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And support. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, at that time in my life, like, I had to make the decision because I felt like I wasn't, but... As cheesy as it sounds, I always do say it is like the Boys and Girls Club gave me that validation, that positive validation that I needed, which took me out of that direction that I was going towards. Right. That's fucking excellent. Yeah. And like I changed the name because like I had some net bangers, some early net bangers trying to bang on me on YouTube when my name was Speedy G. Word. Yeah, dude. It's so funny. It was hilarious. Okay. Yeah. The rival gang. They assumed like that I was a part of one specific gang and then. They, the rival gang would pop up in the comments and ah, this, that. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And so, yeah, dude, it was crazy. It was crazy. So I was smart enough to be like, nope, like not going that way. Not going that direction. Like, yeah. I'm smart enough to know that I'm not that. Like, I'm not a follower. Like, I'm a leader. And even back then, like you said, low self-esteem. I think a lot of teenagers go through that phase. Even though I was still low I self- was fucking with you. but No, but it's true, though. Yeah. It's true. A lot of teenagers go through that in life. Yeah. And um, Yeah, 100%. And I kind of found myself. I, I gained confidence. You know, I think as we all do with, like, rapping, right? Like, I see that a lot in these battle rappers, you know? Like, they're all shy and quiet. And then, but, like, rap makes them into this, like confident person well and you also hear about that with artists in general and their introvert tendencies and only want to go out and get their show done or like go out to like the studio or whatever but they have a very small circle and like just stay at home a lot they don't go out to shows and shit correct and i hear a lot of stories from like artist managers that validate those stories by saying yeah like he never or she never gets out of the house like or they do but it's not like a lot you know yeah and that's um uh interesting because there's points where you that i think that that's like a big inhibitor for some folks not to be able to get over the the next hump um to even just like a Whatever level that is, excuse me, because like networking is so important and so huge that if you're not like fluent in um, 
being personable and having conversations and being able to converse and be like, Hey, this is what my intentions are. And being able to have that, um, uh, you know, sense of seduction, um, or art of seduction. There's a book uh, by was, Robert Greene. I've been um, reading that. Uh, 48 laws of power as well. Um, yep. that's pretty, in, it's really good. And the point that I'm that. getting, yeah, the point that I'm getting to though, is that it's, um, you know, that's why a lot of artists that are about to pop and blow end up ha- getting like managers initially. All artists that are about to blow, um, or if you're very serious about it, should have a manager to some degree, unless yeah. you're going to be your own manager and like kill it, which is t- totally sick too. Anyway, the point that I'm getting at is like, yeah. With it's that important. being said, I'm looking for a manager. <laughs> for yeah, I I'm about that. to blow, baby. Yeah, yeah. Pause for sure, dude. Um, <laughs> so to come back though, uh. I want to circle back though to the point that we were talking about, which was Latin, like your why it was important for you. Yes, yeah, so. and so we you were, we touched on um, back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. There wasn't a lot of Latin representation. I can attest to that because I saw it. I was like, dude, I'm the only fucking Mexican here at yeah. these shows. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I felt it all the time, and so for for me personally, seeing this come up of and rise of uh new hispanic rappers out here dog i'm fucking feel uh i i'm just happy to see it bro like sav yeah. was a sav obviously you know um you know mexican rapper um but again i'm just, i'm going back to that sav saviola oh yeah yeah, yeah definitely but um still like it's like the there just wasn't a lot, but now there's like there's a bunch of us hispanics out there you exactly. know which is great so why do you think Let's get back to the fucking question, Doug. Oh yeah. Why do you think it's important right now? Or what why are you why does that why did that create a passion in your voice? Why did your voice change when you were like, yeah, that's all Latin rappers on here? Why why is that important to you? Well, cause first of all, I made myself the poster child by being the leader. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. And I'm gonna say that in a humble, cocky way. Okay. You know, and that, because, bro, I mean, yeah, dude, like, it just goes back to that feeling of back then. Like, it was just like, I felt like an outsider, you know? I was like, what the fuck? But, and then, and like, yeah, like, even f- uh, maybe four or five years ago when Zach Ivy was doing um, the Get It Right um, thing, you know, I remember seeing, like, there was the first one of the first ones or second ones, there was literally like a hundred people there of artists. And I kid you not, the majority of them were all Latino. And I was like, whoa. I was like, dude, that's so sick, dude. Like, literally, like, I met you way there. And I remember telling a few of them, I was like, dude, look at this, dude. Look, this is so sick, you know? Because it's like, when you see a shift, it's just exciting, you know? And, um, again, I've always feel like the Boys and Girls Club gave me that confidence to be a leader. And as a leader, I want to, like, lead that, you know what I mean? But I also do feel like, you have to be involved, you know? Like, I don't want to alienate myself because sometimes I feel like I do, kind of, because I feel like I'm in my own lane as far as music. Again, not... Because I don't wouldn't consider myself a rapper even though I kind of rap on cumbia beats, on reggaeton, blah, blah, blah. Now kind of getting more into, like, the singing stuff. But, yeah, that's why I'm so passionate about it because... I just feel like there needs to be that unification to really like showcase it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's already been done. It's already happening. You know, there's been shows and there's labels out here and there's clicks and 
you know, things that are like representing that already. And when I go hang out with these different groups, I'm like, I don't know, man. I just feel like there's so much power in bringing everyone together, you know? And like, I know it sounds cheesy and stuff, but like, I think right now is the best time to do that. Cause again, another example, like, I mean, there's always kind of different clicks and stuff because with the Salt Lake scene, music scene, more, I guess, specifically hip hop is like, it's always been spread out, you know, because it's just such a open space and small city. So it's like, you know, like it's so clickish. Everyone always says, oh, it's clickish. This, that, no one's unified. No, no, blah, blah, blah. but it's like, dude, lately, everybody has noticed how much that has changed, you know, mm. like there's way more unification. There's way more collaborations like the one you guys did. Well, telling you with Looney, that's another Latin bass track. Like, that's exciting, man. We need that representation to be like, yo, we're here. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. Cause, okay. Yeah. I mean, it just speaks for itself, man. Power mm-hmm. in numbers, you know? And shout out to everybody that sees the bigger picture and the vision, you know? And like, everyone just has to keep working on them and doing them. But like, when we come together, it's just way more powerful, man. Right. I agree with and you. And there has to be a. F- there has to be a face, bro, and the people are going to choose, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And you think you're the face? <sighs> I mean, yes, I'm the face. Yeah, are you? I would say so. Why are, why, why are you the face? Because, <laughs> man, I just feel like, I don't know, dude. I don't have to even say it. I, my work will Damn, speak for itself. So you're the face of... of I, my, my work will speak for itself. I feel like I'm the hardest working person out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the best. Yeah. But I just feel like I've been, I don't know, man. I, I'm very humble in these ways, too. I'm not going to lie. But I've had people tell me, you know, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah. I'm just like, all right. But at the same time, I do get on my shit where I'm like, bro, sometimes I got to let it be known, you know? Like, I got to say it. I got to embrace that and be like, all right, bet. But again, I don't know, man. I let the people choose. The people are going to choose. And whoever the face is to the people, yeah, the people's champ, people's favorite, bro, if it's not even me, we'll cheer them on too, you know? Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's going to it's gonna benefit everybody, bro. And I know this might, you know what I'm saying, like it might ruffle some feathers or whatever, but that's fine, you know? Like, I think that is it's fine a, too. It's, it's healthy competition, you know? Yeah. I think everybody, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm way too humble, you know? Like I'm way too humble because I've gone through shit yeah. in life and I feel like... I like it. There's I a time to turn up and there's a time to be <clears> like, hey, respectfully, man. I'm, I'm here respectfully and I respect everyone here, but I'm also like, hey, man, don't take this uh, kindness for weakness, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah, dude. And so, but I'll let the people choose, man. Because I'm not, I'm not even a rapper, bro. I'm not a rapper. Yeah. I wouldn't consider myself a rapper. I don't want to put myself in that box, but. Well, what box would you put yourself in? Because, like, you are in a box, right? <laughs> why, why? I'm not in a box. No? No. I'm in an apartment. No. Wasn't, so what? 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 No, I mean, dude, I don't know. Country singers, like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here to make sure that, I like it. that you understand exactly what it is that you're saying. Because what you're fucking saying right now is that like Yo, he's checking me respectfully? Yeah, for disrespectfully, eh? Um, as an no, OG, as an OG. No, what I'm saying is that. Uh, the torch. No, what I'm saying is uh, 
I mean, if you're okay, so if you're not a rapper, then what box would you like? If you were choosing your genre, yeah, what's your genre? Is it pop? I would say pop. Yeah, Latin. When I go on Distro Kid and I put my genre, I put Latin. I think that's one of the categories. So you do not make hip hop music at all. No, I do. Yeah, okay. I don't really, well, I have. And you know the funny thing is, I was talking to host Beefy from Beans and Rice podcast. Check their check their um, podcast out. Beans and, and Rice, B E A N Z Z. And I love honest people. And man. rice, yeah. And I love, I love, I love honest people, bro. Like I really appreciate that, and I tell them that on the spot. You know, like I like people that keep it real, and obviously it's about how you deliver it. But he was like, bro, I went on your Spotify, and he's like, I'm confused. Like you're all over the place. As far as music goes, right? Because I'll have, like, cumbia songs. I have reggaeton. And then I'll randomly have kind of a trap beat going on. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, dude. I really don't know. And, like, I, I don't care, honestly, you know? Like, I just just doing my thing. But I do obviously appreciate the feedback and from, like, a consumer perspective, you know? And I have been now thinking more, like, okay... It's time to go into album mode, and obviously I'm going to be more precise on sticking to one genre, to one delivery. Yeah, one one genre, I guess you can say, approach. Sure. But I don't know, man. Okay. I don't know, man. Because, like, li- like, yeah, dude, I don't well, know. Well, let's, let's talk about it. This is fucking deep to me. I like it. Before, we, before I lose this uh, thought in my head... Um, I want to say really quick about how it's important for me about the Latin scene unifying. Yes. Is like, I, because of the lack of representation before to see it now, I'm fucking stoked as fuck on it. I think this, yeah. it's ill as shit. And, um, and for wh- real, I've been like doing Duolingo super hard. I made a commitment to myself to be like, I definitely want to speak Spanish. I've always wanted to speak Spanish. My dad didn't speak Spanish to me much at all. He's from Chihuahua, Ciudad de Parral. And, um, he never really spoke. No, at all. No, like he immigrated here in 1978. That always trips like, me out, bro. But um, it's because it his mo- dr- motivating factor for that was because he wanted to learn English so bad to mm. uh, to succeed out here. He had he had a big fucking vision and um, wanted to make sure that his kids just like spoke English, you know, and so that in his purview that we had the best chance to succeed, you know. Yeah. When all with with that being uh I, I might be cutting his vision short here i would like for him to speak for himself a little bit but um that was part of it and obviously we could have benefited from you know being bilingual having said that yeah being um being a latin artist myself i noticed like when i restarted mic masters i was i, I got i i'm big on supporting Black-owned businesses, Latin-owned businesses, mm-hmm. um, Asian-owned businesses, you know, uh, just minority-owned businesses in the in the purview of what America sees as what a minority is. Correct. And so I, when I checked the um, Latin-owned business part, mm-hmm. I was like, it was a an like a moment for me to think about like, damn, I am fucking Latin and I am a minority. Uh, with a business like you're looking like right there's my LLC for Mike Masters right there like I I have a short I have a small business I'm gonna take that nah um <laughs> but the point is is that like I take pride in that shit you yeah, know yeah and so shout out to all my minority business owners shout out to any business owners for sure too yeah and um I hope that your brand continues to scale 
Yeah, man. Um, so that's why it's important to me to like be in those spaces. I did say that being in that space when we recorded um, that joint uh, with Looney um, was awesome because of the creatives, but it was more amazing because we were all minorities in there. Correct. Like it was wild to me. And I was so, that's why uh, when I was with Greenlight, uh-huh. um, with B Side and Emerson and Pell and um, uh, Combo and Joe, uh, Stu was in it. I mean, there obviously a majority were. Uh, black and um, Latino. No, um, Polynesian. Polynesian. Yeah, I was the only Latino. You know. Oh, and Joe. And Joe. Excuse me. And Joe. Yeah. Um, but still, it was like we were all minorities, mm-hmm. and like I fucking loved those sessions. Those were amazing sessions, Mister Benny. We're all minorities. Yeah. And um, so I I take a lot of pride in the whole the new Latin movement that's happening within hip hop and the latter. Like, there's a lot of cool pop singers that are popping Utah is um, I think it's a, it's a gradual process and I don't think that we're going to continue. Like, I mean, we're still a small city. People don't want to fucking talk about it out loud. They don't want to be real about it to themselves, but we still are a small city um, in the grand, in the, in the grand scheme of things um, at the moment. Yeah. We're the fastest growing city though in the U S I mean the last couple of years, but it's not, that's not going to, I just don't see that trend happening. Something pops up some, I don't know. I, I think that um, for real, um, Texas, it, like Austin, Texas, I, I would I would like to see the stats on how like Salt Lake City compared to Austin, Texas, and what their growth has been. I would I would argue, I would just like to see those stats because I think the Austin is blown up faster than Salt Lake. Cause Austin, but they're technically bigger, right? Already, to begin um, with, like they're compared to us, they're a bigger city. Um, sure. So that plays um, a big factor, but even still, like the folks, the the exodus from California, I'm I'm happy about the, the Californians. Yeah, yeah. I'm well. The exodus from California. Mo- most people, there's a there's a graph that I just saw. Like most people are going to Texas, and um, there there is influx coming into to Utah, Salt Lake in particular, and Provo. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a lot of folks going to Seattle and fucking Portland. I mean, it yeah. is only it is closer technically than here. Yeah. So. My point is that um, I'm very encouraged by um, the movement, and I think um, I I mean I just want to spread as much positivity as possible when it comes to that um, for any um, Latino rapper, Hispanic, whatever the fuck you want to say, however you want to say it, yeah, um, uh, and their growth in the community. So. Definitely. And what uh what what role do you feel like you play in the grand scheme of things now? I want to see what you say, and then I'm going to tell you what I think. Um, what role do I play? Yeah, what role could you play or see yourself playing in what you just explained right now? Uh, I, I'm the, um, I don't know, just like the OG, I guess. I don't know. So I, are you are you Brett Favre about to retire, or are you the coach? Uh, I feel like I'm a player coach. A player coach? Yeah, I feel like I'm Bill Russell in 1971, where I still was playing the game and I was coaching. I I didn't know that. He yeah. was really doing yeah, both? Still, yeah, NBA players were player coaches. I'm going to have to go look at him. Kind of like what LeBron's kind of doing right now? Sort of. He kind of does that role when he's I mean, injured. he's definitely a player, though. Well, I think, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think regardless... I think I'm still... You're still... You're a leader. I think you're a leader. Yeah, of course. 
So it's just like stepping into that. the stepping into those roles, you know, fully and like, and that's how going back to what I said earlier, you know what I mean? It's really, I say that because I've stepped into the role of a leader, and that's just me being cocky. And you can go clip that and use that as the short, you know what I'm saying? So people can get mad, but but no, but for real though, like if you take responsibility and you step up to the role, then you can you can do that if you're active and you're being a leader. Like I would consider you a leader with what you're doing with Mike Masters, you know, and uh I don't know, man. I think there's just when you when you approach it that way, it's like a bigger picture now, you know? It's not just I'm this one artist. I'm this one league owner. It's like, no, dude, you're like a staple leader of the city. And you need to carry yourself like that. I see what you're saying. You need to carry yourself like that because you already are that. That's the funny thing. You're like, we don't realize it because you're doing it every day and you're, no one sees the struggle and the work here, but it's like, you really need to carry yourself like that. And that doesn't mean you need to be like an a-hole or be cocky, but it's just like that presence, you know? I don't know, man. That's how- I yeah or anybody out there that wants to yes you and, um, that's what, and that, that's myself what, I know but that's what okay so you're saying proverbial okay excuse me because like it can apply to anybody out okay. there that wants to step into those roles but obviously you've been putting in the work I've been putting in the work so it's right. a little easier for us to step into those roles potentially and there's nothing wrong with uh, that and like lean into it you know don't Oh, let me, you know, do this and do that. Like, we all have different stages in life. Like, I one time was talking to... Uh, Hold on. Before you before you do that, let's, let's, let's sit in that. So, are you saying... When you ask me the question, what do I see myself as? Is that what your question was? Yeah. What okay. role do you what see role yourself? Do I, what role do I play in, like, Salt Lake City hip-hop? The Latin and the Latino. And Latino scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, for... Okay, so for the Latino scene, I don't, I don't really see myself in a role there, um, and that just might be because I've just been because of my experience with Mike Masters and being exposed to so many different subgenres of hip hop. So like I've seen all the gangster rappers come through Mike mm-hmm. Masters, mm-hmm. all the backpackers, all the savvy. Um, uh, rappers um, that are like more flossy, you know, like trapper kind of uh, rappers that are just yeah. like are sick, you know, they're just dope ass rappers. Um, so I've seen different subgenres come through. So I haven't, I don't know what I am to the Latino rappers. I, I, I don't know what it, or that, maybe just the, the hip hop scene to I the hip hop scene as a whole. I definitely am a staple of the community yeah. and I definitely only can I definitely have that role because of the work that I put in and it's because I just love doing it and so people fucking are like oh well I mean he just loves hip hop and loves the culture so that is that's what I think at least I don't know yeah but you've always been that representation since back then when there was hardly any Latino artists you were that one representation when like I'm 15 years old and like I wasn't a backpack I wasn't a backpack rapper but I'm like oh he's Somebody that looks like me, whoa, that represents, you know, what I'm doing. I feel like, dude, I'm a, that's a trip. Yeah, dude, am I? We don't even have to take psychedelics, and I feel like I'm gonna trip you out right now, dude. I don't know what I'm doing, but you, no, I'm, I'm out of body serious. experience, I, that, dude. That was fucking. That's so crazy, really. Yeah. Damn, dude, this is not even anything, bro. We haven't even started. We haven't <laughs> even started. Yeah. Yet, eh? <laughs> Damn. No, but for real though. But I, I see what you're. I see. I see. Because sometimes when we're uh, when only so- in your point of view, 
you know, so I don't know what it is from what I've done in my life, <laughs> but like I just see things from such a bigger picture sometimes. Yeah, I have a big. Uh, but I'm is, glad we're talking about this because hell yeah, I, this is a big separation of ego for me because I, I um, God, I've talked about this with a lot of people and it and it never really hits me is that like how much I'm doing. You know, it's always just like I'm just always on to the next thing. Once I hit a finish line, it's like the next race starts. I feel that. So like no love loss is going to be sick as fuck. And I'm happy to put all the I'm happy that these other artists are rocking. Mm -hmm. And I I do forget. Yeah. I'm not forget. I'm going to just use the word forget because I, I don't want to search for another one. But um, I. I do forget that um, these are like cool moments for f other folks, you know. Yeah. I, I but I am mindful that it is cool moments, but I I do forget what like the importance of it is. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying when I say that? Like yeah. I'm just so like I want to put on You're a good so show. You're so in it that yeah. you don't realize what it's actually doing. I, t I it's hard sometimes for me to take a third party perspective and be like, damn dog, you like you you are hooking folks up too and. And I don't because and the reason why that that is a good thing for me not to see it that way, um, because uh, I just want to help. I just I'm just in service, man. I'm just in service to others. I was sitting here talking with Rhyme Time, and he's like, "It's wild to me." He was saying to me that it's wild that like as a as the league owner that I'm not taking like all the biggest battles or whatever, you know, like mm -hmm. I, that uh, when I proposed to him to take on Cadillac Ron, he was like, Oh, you're not going to battle him. And I was like, no man, I think there would be a dope battle with you. Yeah. And, um, he was like, it's wild to me that you just have that foresight that you don't even think about it. It's just for the culture. Yeah. And that's what I keep thinking about. So for, this is honestly kind of a, uh, mine, you know, it, an interesting exercise right now because I haven't thought about this. Yeah, man. No, I, I, and I've been there before where random people will tell me things that I'm like, what i'm just like no like i'm over here struggling and i'm over here like right you know people don't see the behind the scenes of what it took to to get a video done to get a song done blah 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 all these things that it's taken to do this and then you just put it out there some random stranger whether it's in salt lake or wherever like california like i'll have random people that i've connected with online and they tell me things and i'm just like what like you know, you're just like, that's crazy. You know, like yeah. you don't realize what you're actually doing when like it's from a third person perspective. But at the same time, it has to be a balance. Right. Like, mm -hmm. And like shout out to you for doing that and keep doing that, because one, it's a good example for other people. Like you said, like being act like, a, you know, usually it's like a service to others. You know, I think that's a, a key thing that we should all be doing, you know, like unfortunately i don't know what it is if it's maybe capitalistic culture or whatever rap culture ego people don't realize these things until they usually get a little older they get a little bit more wise but it's like dude if you could start doing these things now let's just say for somebody that's coming up that's in their 20s it's like dude you're only gonna like it's only gonna be so much more helpful for the next generation mm -hmm. and whoever is around you at that time, you know, whoever's in your class or whatever, you know, that, and like, you have to balance it though, right? You have to balance it in a way where you're not doing it to be like, Oh yeah, dude, like, give me props, dude. I'm the one that, you know, this and that. It's like, no, like you can't think that way. You have to see the bigger picture, right? Like again, the cipher, that was me doing that. You know, it's like, it wasn't just about me because I'm not, I'm not the best rapper out there. Again, I 
already said this yeah. five times. Like I'm, not, I wouldn't even consider myself a rapper, even though I'm like rapping on the track. Yeah, yeah. Because that's not the point. The point is for all of us to to highlight our skills, but not even just from an egotistic perspective. But it's gonna what it's gonna do more is it's gonna inspire I, other people to be like, oh shit, like I want to do a cipher. Let me be on the next cipher. Like Lamont's like, yeah, man, I already know people are gonna be hitting me up. This that, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, but I hope it inspires them to organize and put on whoever they want to put on and do more ciphers and keep it going. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's what it's about, man. It's, do a- you think, do you think those are, I appreciate you bringing those up. There's a lot that resonates and I want to touch on this. Do you think that with Mike masters resurgence since last October and we're only in February, do you think that there's been any sort of like, um, like, did I put any, did Mike masters, not me, but, uh, put any sort of, um, like on notice, like folks to be like, uh, hip hop is like back type of shit or whatever. Do you feel any of that? Or like, where do you think that Mike Masters is playing a role right now since we've been back in, since um, October? What is it, what, what, from your third party perspective? I've been asking folks this and I would love to hear what you got to say. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just important to have, dude. It's just, hell yeah. Okay. I think it's super important to have. It's kind of an obvious, you know? And it's not easy, I know, you know. I know it's not easy. So like you know, everybody wants to uh everyone wants to be in the game, you know what I'm saying? Like uh I'll give you the metaphor of like you're the junior jazz coach. Uh <laughs> God every, damn, dude. Everybody, I keep calling you the coach, dude, because you're getting there, dude. You're getting into that stage, you yeah. know, no offense, but uh <laughs> Um, you rhyme time, you know, these cats that are getting a little, you know, a little, like you hear, you hear some uh, noises when they start walking. Like rhyme time is, I will fucking run circles around (laughs) you, homie. All right, let's go, bro. Let's go. Let's go, bro. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Take your libido shots and let's go. You know what I'm saying? Your blue chews. Yo, my (laughs) testosterone is at a half time high right now. Well, men can produce until like we're 80, 90. We can still make kids, you know, unfortunately women can't when they get a certain age. Anyways, point being is. You know, I think uh, even me, dude, I mean, I'm 29 now and like, I'm just like, okay, like, you know, like I'm still young, but I'm like, I'm also entering a new stage. So now I have to play a new role. It's not about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I reached out to these younger cats to be on the cypher because they're tapped into that, you know, what's going on right now. And it's just like, it's just a smart move overall. We've seen all the greats do it, you know, where they... You know, Snoop Dogg does a feature with a young artist and then boom, you know, both blow up, you know, because it's like the modern sound. But then you also got the certification or credibility from Snoop Dogg. You know, Mm -hmm. we've seen that recipe many times. And so, yeah, dude, going back to the question, though, I, I think it's super important. It's just like, you know, you need a you need a community center to put on for the Junior Jazz League, you know. Yeah. And I think it's super good to to say, like. You know, Salt Lake has that again. And especially with everything that's going on, the city's growing. It's like it's only it only makes sense, man. Yeah. So like to anybody out there, it's like, bro, like I don't know how you approach these cats, but it's like, bro, like you should never be taking the workload on your own. Like if these people are messaging you like crazy because I know rappers and how they are, especially some of the people that you have on your channel and how crazy they are a little bit. Instead of being like, yo, put me on. It's like, I don't know if they already are, so I apologize. But it's like, 
y'all motherfuckers need to be helping. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all need to be helping you, bro. Like, you you are you already were on the last one. Motherfucker, come to the show and help. Be a part of it, you know? Come help organize. Come, come invest, you know? And I've seen a little bit of it, you know what I'm saying? But it's like... It's like everybody wants to be in the game, but no one wants to show up to practice. No one wants to fucking clean the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you guys have to be a part of it. For you, if you guys want this to survive and wanted to keep going, it's like y'all need to be helping this man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I feel about wow. this shit, to be honest. You know, and like, I know it kind of like, I don't think you would ever say that. And maybe you might get to one point where you get so frustrated that you might say that. But it's like, I'm going to fucking say it. Like, if you guys want this shit to keep going and to thrive, like, people need to fucking help. You know what I'm saying? They can't just put me on. Let me just be the one. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah, bro. Like, help me. And it's hard, bro. It's hard to ask for help. It's hard. You know, people don't want to put in the work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, but I think the ones that are there are there. And they're already rocking with you. You know what I'm saying? You already have those cats that I've seen. You know, at some that are holding the flag, that are holding the flag, and they're helping, waving the flag, and waving shit. the flag. Yeah. You know, and they're ready. raving fans. Yeah, they're they're. Wait- There's a book you should read. It's called Raving Fans. Raving fans. Yeah, yeah I'm being serious. Um, but yeah, man. Fuck. Okay, well, I but appreciate anyways, you yeah. saying that. Yeah, okay, I appreciate you saying that. And I, I'm a big fan, bro. Like, I'm, I love watching them, dude. I was obsessed. They're fucking ridiculous. Yeah, dude. Like, I have respect for battle rappers. If you ever see me in the comments, bro, like, I'm never gonna be in that. <laughs> I'm never gonna be in that world, but I respect everybody in it. You know, because it's a lot of work, you yeah. know, and respect to everyone that's it's in it. It's fucking nerve-wracking, too. It is, yeah, man. So my respects, you know. You can even see it as a crowd, uh, in the crowd, you're, like, watching someone, you're like, damn, dude, they look fucking, like, yeah. rock and roll and shit. But also, it's like, the, the tension is very similar to, like, a fight, mm-hmm. you know? And that's so just always exciting. That's why we have, that's why UFC is exciting. Just, uh, contact sports are exciting. They have been since forever for human beings yeah man so if there's well, any I way i could it. support bro I'm, yeah you know just let me know man I mean, I don't, you you th- thank you yeah i don't know where i would fit in the equation but i'm just like bro this is sick yeah yeah i, I appreciate you saying that um be for yep. several reasons but one of the big things that is standing out is the you had a really good gem of like everyone everyone wants to play the game but nobody wants to practice or like clean up the gym and shit and again, this goes back to the time the, the it's very the, frustrating the episode that I had with uh, Rhyme Time, and he was like, "It's just how I came up when I was uh, uh, wrestling." Is like make sure to shake everyone's hand and make sure to help like clean and yep. all that shit before you even get into the ring. Like make mm-hmm. sure that everything is ready. Be a helping hand rather than you know. Yep. And so um, you are right though. Uh, that there, there are um, folks with their hands out a little bit, um, and it's not like wild right now. And I don't think that it will be because uh, it may might be, but the where where I where I can see that happening, um, I would de- I definitely open. I'm so open to like any sort of help or anything like that, and I know that people know that, and so. Um, it is sometimes difficult to ask for fucking help too, you know, and that's something that just to get over on my own end, but there's a lot that I'm doing, you know, like, uh, there's, um, I did reach out about like having a social media manager. I think Eric Brewer, he's like, yeah, I'll do it. And so I actually just need to follow up with him because, excuse me, Jesus, honestly, getting that social media piece. Like if I had a social media manager, you can't do it all yourself, man. Yeah. I'm doing it all by myself. 
everything, yeah, every can, post, all that shit is all me. Like, I can tell, dog. Yeah, no, <laughs> I can fucking tell. No, I can fucking tell. No, no, but that's what you got to do to start. That's how it is. That's what I'm. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, man. Anyway, okay, so but yes. All right, so so help, motherfuckers. Yeah, with how you have evolved, we've talked about name changes and everything. You have this deal with um, the taco deal. Correct. Um, what's the name of the taco joint again? Real Taqueria. Okay. And again, this is why I'm the face of Utah because I'm the first artist in Utah with the with the taco deal. Yeah. Who else is saying that? Nobody. With the taco deal. What does yeah. that mean? So basically it means nah, that I get unlimited taco. No, nah, I'm just kidding. No, nah, it's just, you know, um, one of my goals that I've been working on the last um, two years you know, and it's hard as an artist, as a creative, um, is going more into the business side of things, right? Like Jay-Z says, right? I'm not the, what is it? I'm not a businessman. I'm the businessman. And uh, see, man, I'm a hip-hop. I'm hip-hop to the core. You are hip-hop to the core. But you it's because are. of germs, bro. Like yeah. germs literally, like, he planted that seed, bro. And, yeah. like, deep down, I am hip-hop to the core. And, like, one of my big inspirations is Pitbull. Pitbull is, like, if you go back and listen to his incredible rapper, incredible, but he saw the business, right? But anyways, going back to it. Um, so yeah, I basically approached, uh, Real Taqueria cause the owner is actually one of my high school friends from back in high school. We reconnected recently and I basically just approached them with the idea of, uh, let's do a collaboration, kind of like a social media influencer where, you know, basically we're giving away, uh, gift cards, yeah. Two people and uh they just had to like follow the account, follow my account, their account, drop a post. And so we recently did one. We've only done two of those and uh it's not a super strict business deal because it's my homie. So it's just more on like okay, well let's so, let's do another one in 2 months or whatever. Yeah. But we're basically giving away free tacos to you know, we decided 10 lucky winners. Right, that so you're building sponsorships, correct? So like, and I, I see, and congratulations, by the way. I think it's so, whether it's a homie or not. Like, I think it's, Thank you. I think it's amazing. So for real, props on that. Big, Thank big you. up, big, big ups. And um, so what? What I'm hearing is like, uh, sponsorships for folks to start reaching out to people, like on soccer uniforms you see like all these patches and shit it's because those teams they <laughs> fucking they're reaching out to sponsors to sponsor their fucking team you know Correct. fucking the nba's followed suit Correct. they have sponsors on their joint and um people thought about that uh adversely at first like the the late or the the strict nba fan was like what the fuck like the conservative nba fan excuse me was like um no, the don't put, you know, this isn't soccer or whatever the fuck it is, but they don't understand like the business model that's behind that. Like exactly. this, they're all over the court anyway. Fuck it. The Delta center, vivid, uh, well now it's the Delta center again, but like, I mean, they're directly sponsoring. So every single time you like, you go there, like you're seeing Delta or right now it's still vivid, I think. But, um, the point is sponsorships. Correct. Yeah. Sponsorships, and, man. Yeah. And get and, and doing that, I think it's really huge. And I'm doing the same on my, on the front for Mike Masters. I noticed that. Is yeah. the is the find uh, folks that are invested in the brand so that I can push their brand and they can push mine. That's how that's how scaling happens. Correct. Collaborations are very huge for. Um, I mean, you know, Frito Lay that corporation they have 
numerous collaborations for their chips. Do you know what Correct. I'm saying? Um, that's why McDonald's started doing uh, collaborations with uh, artists and shit. So it's not, it's not, it's a very proven road to yes. take as far as sponsorships are concerned. So my question to you is, are you going to branch out into more sponsorships? Yeah, of course. Is that the plan? Okay. Yeah, the plan so would be since just... Since you broke ground on this, I would have to imagine that that's the plan. Yeah, that would be the plan, man. The goal is to get bigger sponsorships, yep. right? And just continuing that. Obviously, you want to get brands that match with your brand. Yep. So, you know... That's kind of the biggest goal. But, like, I was going to throw in there real quick. Like, I know in, I think, Latin America, they do, like, the Red Bull rap yeah. battles or whatever. Like, that's where you should – or, I mean, I shouldn't say it like that. Sorry. That's where you could get to, you know what I mean, where it's, like, on a huge level of like, – I agree with you. You know what I mean? I agree with you totally. And even, like, with a local brand, you know. You got local breweries, yep. you know, and there's podcasts. I have a lot of work to do. And, yeah, yeah, I have a lot of work to do. And, again, it goes back to networking, yep. connections, your team. And being personable. I've been and in sales personable. for I've been in sales for quite a long time. So this is a But it's just time, man. It's yeah. all time and who you're effort, with and who's helping you. Time and, and effort and um having a vision and having and being able to execute that because having an idea if it's not written down is only a fart in the wind, bro. It shit goes right out. Exactly. There. So exactly. make sure to write your shit down, bro, for real. And Facts. be and and execute what you are looking execute the vision that you have and even in the most uncomfortable times, um, like just push yourself to, to get to that next part. Look, man, like a lot of this stuff, um, isn't like going to make us live forever per se, but there is like uh, a point to having feeling like you have a value to the life that you're leading right now. And if that value to you, it might be your family, which is amazing too. Um, that's why people say, what is your why? You know, what is your why? Mm -hmm. um, find out what your why is. Create visions around that. Make sure that those building blocks go into place correctly. And then it's a, it's a matter of Lincoln logging it and just putting in the work to build your, the, the house that you're seeing. I'm saying that proverbially, but the next step is to, once you have that done, is to just do something else. Um, it's, it's to start another, another, uh, or build upon it. So make another room on that house and then make another room on that house or build a top floor on that house and just keep stacking and stacking. Um, and that could be, like I said, it could be in entertainment. It could be at your job. It could be with your family. Like, um, it could be in, in like sports, anything that it is just, understanding what your why is is going to be very important for what the the end product is going to become but it's all it all also comes down to what not all of it but there is a lot to be said for the intent and the vision that you have if it's coming from a place of love and it mm -hmm. coming from a place of compassion and understanding so that you are not super hard on yourself when you experience failures because failures are uh bound to happen yep and um it's important to recognize that through failure, there's growth Correct. and not, uh, not the end of the road. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Sorry. I wanted to talk to the people real quick. Um, okay. So sponsorships are in the line. You have this dope ass, uh, um, uh, connection now. Um, what is on the horizon for you? Before, when we were talking off uh, camera, you were talking, or maybe we were doing it on here, but like album mode, what mm -hmm. musically, because I, I have you, I 
took up a little too much of your time. I apologize. What time is it? Uh, How long have we been going? Oh, about, about an, an hour. hour. A little bit. Yeah, All but right. um, what uh, is on the you know what's on the play for you for outside of the Utah Cipher? Like just musically, where's your headspace at? And just let the people know what that feels like. Where where, where you're at? Yeah. So. So I just recently dropped uh, my newest single, Tu Sabes, with Adam Banks. Woo, that shit's hard. Thank you, man. Again, you know, I'm just kidding. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna. Again, I am the face. I, again, I'm the head of the table. Yeah, I like that. And you gotta acknowledge me. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Shout out to Roman Reigns. You know, saying it. Uh, what's his face might know that one. Uh, rhyme time. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, but no, man, yeah, uh, so Drop Tu Sabes, uh, I really want to push that hard. I've been pushing it now for about two months, you know, independently, organically. I am going to start investing in the marketing of it to push it again even more because that's one thing that I always tell artists. It's like, bro, you drop a song, you'll post it for like a week, and then I never see anything about it anymore, you know? And as an artist or a creative, I've been wanting to say this, out loud and I do say it to the music homies you know I say like bro like like you might be getting annoyed of it after a week or whatever but it's like there might have been you know somebody in your friends if you're doing it organically like on social media like I have that didn't see it that first week because whatever they skipped your story didn't look at your story blah 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 whatever you know what I'm saying and the funny thing every time I run into people they're like, bro, you're killing it. You're killing it. You always post, blah, blah, blah. And the funny thing is, like, a lot of the stuff I post is sometimes if I don't have content for that day, I'll post things from two years ago. I'll post things from maybe that day. I'm always posting, but people think that it's fresh new content when it's mm -hmm. not. Sometimes it's old content, but because they haven't seen it, to them it's new. There's always going to be someone that it's new, you know? And that's what motivates me every day to push content. So the point being is I'm going to keep pushing through Sabes. And then I have one more single that I'm super excited about. It's called No Ailes Asi. It's, um, it was produced by Max Gallo, which is um, he's an artist slash producer um, from. Well, he was born in Oregon. He's Mexican, but now he runs heavy in Monterrey, Mexico. And he's Ooh. he's like. He's super, he's a heavy hitter in Monterrey. Mm -hmm. He's plugged into like all the heavy music people out there. Like, um, I don't know if you know Toy Selecta. He was part of uh, Control Machete, okay. which is like a huge name in Mexico and like Mexican hip hop. Hell yeah. I don't, but I want to know. Yeah. So super huge. So it's like, it's all connected and cool ass cat. I went out to Monterrey actually during the pandemic. I took the stimmy that, um, you know, fucking Theo Trump sent over. Damn, and I, and I took it to Mexico. That's and, what's up. And I went. So and you dumped it into their economy and not ours. That's cool. That's real cool, dude. Yeah, it was the right move. It was, <laughs> uh, it was the right move, dude. And so shout out to yeah, I think it was yeah, it was Trump still at that time. Yeah, and so uh, Theo Donald. Yeah, and so so you went out there, yeah, and then did this track. I've had this track for now. It's been probably two years now. Oh wow, a year, yeah, dude. I've been sitting on it because I've been wanting to do it the right way, you know. Yeah. And I'm actually looking for sponsors, anybody out there, um, to do it the right way too, you know, to drop a dope ass video and also put some marketing behind it. Because I've always been a big big believer, and I always tell creatives this all the time. You might not have all the answers right now, but fucking find that middle ground where you could still drop it because a lot of people get stuck in that. Oh, I don't have this. Well, I don't have that. I don't have the perfect time and blah, blah, And then they never drop anything. Man. And I've met so many dope artists in Utah that have hits 
And they're just like, oh, well, I'm like, bro, just drop that shit, dog. You already spent fucking this, this, this. Just drop it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Figure it out on the way, bro. Like, God dang, dude. And so, uh, yeah, and so that's coming out soon. That's going to be my next single. And then I'm going to go into album mode. And, like, I'm going to actually finally sit down and do an album. You know what I mean? Like, the ADHD has to come down in one, be patient, and just, like, do an album. It's going to be a Latin album. You know, I still haven't decided if I want to do Strictly Cumbia or Reggaeton. I don't know, dude, because, like, Bad Bunny's newest album, he had, it was all mostly Reggaeton, and then he would have, like, an EDM song in there, and then he had, like, yeah, yeah, like, kind, yeah, he would have, like, one random EDM, and mm-hmm. so I, f- I feel like I might just do that. Like, it might be mostly one genre, and then I'll randomly throw in some other genres in there, but... uh Whatever you feel like, yeah, yeah. And Whatever the last feels good. Yeah, and the last album that I did that no one knows about because it's no longer out there. It was actually presented by Feel Good Music Coalition. Mm. Sim actually paid for my album to be on like iTunes back in the day, mm-hmm. but we didn't keep paying it, so that's why it lo- no longer exists on the internet. Or it's probably out there somewhere, but um not on so that's though. so that's the move right now that was yeah that was the last time i ever did an album was 2012 in high school senior year wow and so now i think it's time to i've been doing singles you know for years now mm-hmm. and so i think the move now is to do a full body of work and then get back to singles yeah and then get back to singles or yeah. push the album as singles potentially and maybe even get back into like physicals and maybe vinyls i don't know man but okay. i've had a lot of people tell me like Yo, we need an album. We need an album. So I'm like, all right. So yeah, dude. And then just keep the doing shows. Presenting it to you. Yeah, dude. Just keep doing shows out of state. You know, finding a manager. You know, there's a lot of things that I want to do, man. Just expanding out of state. You know. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I've been great. honored and blessed here in Salt Lake with a lot of cool opportunities. But I feel like I kind of keep going out of state and touring and doing different things because. Again, I've done it all myself. I've made mistakes. I've made hardly any money. But, man, I'm getting my fucking feet wet. Yeah. It's great. I'm enjoying yeah. it. So, bro, this part is, of it, bro. Um, yeah, this has been fucking amazing. Same, dude. I'm And hungry. I wish you, I wish you, uh, <laughs> I think Royal Taqueria is open still. Yeah, I'm so about to hit that. So you fucking yeah. get some of those. Um, for <laughs> real, though, uh, I think uh, you have excellent perspectives on what creatives can bring, should be bring, or, um, just a uh, new, um, not new, but ways for creatives to be able to succeed. And yeah. so I appreciate you dropping some gems there. And um, overall, man, I think you're solid as fuck. And we're going to have a part two. Like solid, like buff? No, oh, okay. I'm fucking solid, dude. <laughs> fucking, dude. Dude, um, dude. Uh, but I want to gift you something. Uh, give you a shirt from Mike Masters. You've been a big, big supporter of ours. Um, even when we were starting in 2012. So, um, thank you for everything. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on today. And thanks, um, man. You're you're the fucking shit, dude. Thank you, dude. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. Feels like Christmas when everyone's watching you. Yeah, like, you <laughs> you're like eh. thanks, dude. Let the folks know where they can find you on uh, social media. Oh yeah, so you can find me everywhere under Santos Hawad, WW, and if you didn't know, WW stands for Worldwide. Hell yeah! Because I didn't know that. I'm not just a local artist. I'm not a local artist no more. I like that, Doug. I fucking feel it. I feel it. That's a whole Don't other Don't call me a local artist. <laughs> Short Story Bingo, episode 12, Santos Jaguar. Uh, and 
And yeah, man, that's it. We're out. We certainly appreciate it. Fucking tap in all the streams. Um, has to or excuse me at Short Story Bingo on IG and Facebook and um, at Mike Masters eight zero one on everything. Um, thank you guys for fucking coming through. All right, bro. Dun, dun, dun. Spare fingers. Yes. <laughs>